moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people. Hi, this is Asa Nilsson, and you're listening to More Moss to the People, where each week we're going to be talking about slowing down, even hurling ourselves off of the Ferris wheel of the production-first mentality and choosing to live a courageous life based on our own needs first and daring to be different in a world where sameness is encouraged more highly than living a life of authenticity. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. back to more Moss to the People. My name is Asa Nielsen, and I am your host. I'm back in Sweden. I'm back. I'm home. I'm back in my own home. I'm back in my own country. And it is cold. All right. This is December in Sweden. And let me tell you, it's not quite as warm as it was in Westerville, Ohio. We landed on Saturday to a snowstorm and I was like, yeah, yeah, December in Sweden. It's supposed to be cold. I love it cold. There's nothing wrong with that. It's, uh, it makes me laugh because, you know, my mom's house is warm. And, uh, when I come here now, I have two pair of pants on. I have three sweaters and thick socks and slippers. I mean, I can't walk around my house without slippers on. I don't know how you keep your house, but um, this is a hundred year plus old home and she does not retain heat so well. Uh, and neither does this old girl. <laughs> so welcome back to Sweden with me. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for giving me your listening ear, your open heart to take in what I'm going to be sharing with you today and to know and to trust that there is something in the message today that you need to hear as well. It is not just about me needing to share. It is about you needing to hear, share and hear. Yeah. So it's December, December 5th today, 2023, as I sit here on this sofa and I want to talk to you about um, some important things for me that uh, could also be important for you now. You know how I have my love and my passion for my Swedish death cleaning, the gentle art of Swedish death cleaning. And, you know, what? what is the reason? What is my pull to do this? I mean, is it that I'm always looking in the future and I want to be prepared for everything? I want to have everything set. I want to have everything organized. I want to, want to, want to. Uh, maybe. Yeah, in some ways. But it also helps me feel good now. 
to talk about important things like feelings, like fears um, today. And, you know, I told you that there's a lot of sicknesses in my family right now. There's a, there's a lot of disconcerting emotions um, with my family members who are ill and my extended family who is ill. And, uh, you know, this is something, what is something I can do? I can have conversations with them, with you about things that matter. And what I mean by things that matter to me are things that we we can't take with us. So you can't take your money with you, right? You can't take that with you. Um, you can't take uh, your belongings with you. I mean, you can pack them in your coffin if you'd like um, or in your... <laughs> What is that word that uh, the Egyptians, your sarcophaguses, um, but our stories and our, our path. And I don't believe that any human being is a mistake. We, anybody that is here is meant to be here and we come here for a reason and our reasons are going to vary depending on who you are, because every single human being has their own life path. And for me to say to you that you should do what I do, you know, hello, some more yourself, Asa. I'm not doing that. That's not why I'm here. Why am I doing a podcast episode every Friday and sharing my life with you? It's because that is a part of my life path. Now, if you, 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 like I said, we're all different, but a part of how I am, I like to share stories. I like to hear stories. I, I feel so connected to other human beings when they share their heart with me. And I have an ability to be present during conversation because I want to be present during conversation. So what I'm doing now for my work. Yeah, Swedish death cleaning is organizing your home and decluttering your place and space now, now, so that you can feel good now. Yeah, it happens to be for the future, but what I'm more concerned with is that now. And this this journey that I have just been on for eight weeks in the U.S., visiting my mom and working in her house. Like I said, mom couldn't care less. She doesn't care. She doesn't care for garages clean. What does she care? She's not going to clean it. Yeah, she wants it to look nice, but is it going to make a difference in her life? No, she's 87 years old. Do you think that she is going to sit there and be pressed about things like that? Uh, no. This 56-year-old thinks she's pressed about it, but she's not. Having conversation with her, she's not. Would she like it? Sure. Does it matter? Not really. What does matter? Conversation. Being present with my mother now. So I had an Akashic reading when I was in America 
with a guest that I have had on the podcast, and her name is Wendy Wright, W-R-I-G-H-T. And I asked her, is there anything that I can be doing differently or better right now to help my mother more? Is there something I'm not seeing? Is there something I'm not doing? And and she says to me, uh, looking into the Akashic records and she into my Akashic records, and she says that there's nothing more that you need to do. You're doing a great job. Um, but what is the most important is to be present with your mother. Be here now. And that is my message for this week for all of us. Be here now. And why that is important, coming back to the mindfulness that I discussed uh, on a present, uh, I'm sorry, on a uh, episode before was that if I am not here now, and if I do not appreciate this moment today, sitting uh, in my home on December 5th, having this conversation uh, that is coming flowing from my heart to you, then what makes me think that I'm going to be present or be interested in any conversation that's going to be happening tomorrow or the day after or the day after? It uh, It's probably unlikely that that's going to be happening. So her message was, be with your mother now. Be available to have difficult conversations. Be willing to be vulnerable and share with your mother your heart. Share your stories. And I did. I did. I uh, I took the opportunity in front of me that I had so graciously been given Hi, friends. Please don't forget, if you love listening to this podcast, please leave me a genuine review and honest assessment and rating on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. It would really go a long way for getting this movement out in front of more people. Thank you so much in advance. I really appreciate it. And I shared. I shared things about myself that maybe she didn't know or to help her understand her daughter, her youngest daughter, on a deeper level. Now, this is reminding me of when my father was ill and he did die of cancer. He did die of asbestos cancer. And he was given two months to live when he was diagnosed with cancer. And this is something I want to share with you because just because a doctor tells you that you have got two months to live does not mean you only have two months to live. That is up to you and that is up to God. Or whatever it is that you believe in that is higher than yourself, the almighty that knows and sees it all. So my father ended up living five years. And so because we had five years together, it gave us, and this I believe was a part 
of my life path also. Um, and that was, I was given another five years with my father to, to speak from the heart. My father was given another five years to learn how to speak from his heart instead of being the engineer, the the man who organized everything, the man who fixed everything, who thought everything through, who, who you know, the big E, as they called my dad, Elof, he was the one that everyone went to for counsel. And, you know, he, he knew a lot. He was a super smart man. Yes, of course. Um, and he had a heart of gold. And these five years that we were given together allowed us to be able to spend that time more present, to be more present, being more present in the now, because we never knew when the now was going to be taken away. Where can you do this in your life right now? Where can you take advantage of this very second press the pause button and call someone and get something off your heart say i am sorry say i love you say thank you for being here thank you for being such a beautiful part of my life where is this possible for you right now because the time is now and this death cleaning and working in your home and sorting and organizing and fixing and remembering, remembering why, why do I have this? Why do I choose to keep this? Do I want to keep this? Do I want to give this to somebody else? Is this a, um, uh, is this part of my lineage? Is this in my house because it was donated to me and I keep it because I think it is the right thing to do. Well, what if we are the chain breakers? What if we, you and I, today decide to break that chain, the chain of continuing just to keep things because we think it's the right thing to do? Yeah. Um, I have had a lot of opportunity as of late to see myself with not using my words, where I chose to react versus using my adult voice and saying, wait a minute, this doesn't feel good. Hold on. What's happening right now isn't mine. This isn't my story. I'm holding on to your story. This is your story that you're giving me and I'm making it about me or I'm taking it personally I am owning it as though it is mine to carry, and it is not. What do I need to do with that? I need to own what's mine. I need to understand what is mine. And if I do not take the time now to contemplate what is it that I am doing here with my day, the day of all days, this day, and hold on, hold on. Remember, you did not wake up to be mediocre. So if I didn't wake up to be mediocre, and today is potentially the only day I have, then am I living it for my own 
highest and best God? Am I? Really, am I? Am I doing this right now? Even like asking myself this question, am I doing this podcast for you? Am I doing it for me? Who am I doing this for? What am I doing this for? I'm doing this because it is a part of my life's journey. I am positive to tell you what it is that I am going through because I know I am not going through it on my own. I am not living in a vacuum where this is all about me, about me, 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 me. It's not about me. Yes, it is about me for myself. But my journey, you know, I'm walking along with my my path. I'm walking on the path with my little lantern so I can see, you know, join me so you can also hear the story of my father getting five extra years. I got five extra years with my father to share my heart and tell him that I love him and that I am sorry for being such a difficult young lady, a young lass. But that was a part of my life path also. It was a part of my journey to go through the difficult relationship. And I did go through it. I didn't just get to it. I got through it because I was given. See, I didn't take advantage of the of my entire life up until that point, right? When my father was diagnosed with cancer, it was the year 2000. 2000. November 2000, he was diagnosed with cancer, and he died in August 2005. So could I have used that time, my entire childhood, my entire young adulthood, my entire life up until 30-something to tell my father that I loved him and what he meant to me? Sure. Did I? No, I didn't. But when did I? When did I finally choose to say, oh my God, Asa, let it go. Let go of the hurts. Let go of the blame. Let go of all of that and love your father now. Tell him you love him now. Now, my dad was raised at a time, and my mom, they're, my dad would be 88 years old right now, 89 years old, um, if he had lived, but they were not raised in a time when you said, I love you. They didn't say, I love you. Sorry, got a phone call. Um, So that was something really important to me. I didn't grow up hearing the words, I love you. So now some Europeans think it's funny because Americans are always saying, love ya, love ya, love ya. Now, love ya is not the same as I love you. Yeah, right? I mean, obviously, you hear the difference right there. So I started to say to my father when he would call, okay, I love you, dad. Love you. I love you. And he would be like, okay, see ya. Talk to you. Talk to you tomorrow. Okay. (laughs) So little by little by little by little, I broke him down. And that was intentional because I needed to hear the words, I love you from my father. I needed to hear it. And after a couple months of me finally venturing into the world of Every time we talk, we're getting off the telephone. Okay, Dad. All right, I'll talk to you later. Give my love to Mom. I love you. Finally, he started to say it back. That was a coup. A coup, my darling. A coup. So, (laughs) who do you need to say the words, I love you, to? 
who do you need to say the words to? Because not to get it into get it in return, not to get it as a response, but who do you need to open up your heart to, your beautiful heart to, to say, I love you. This is a part of the gentle art of Swedish death cleaning. You see, it's not just about cleaning your home. It's about cleaning, cleaning up your hearts, getting getting good and real right now, getting good and real today with yourself first, getting honest with yourself first, apologizing, thanking people, I love you, I'm sorry, because learn from me, my friend, and do not wait till you find out somebody's dying to say I love you. Please. This is Swedish death cleaning. And this is what I do with my clients. Because the actual act of organizing, decluttering, all that, yep, super important. Yes, it is. But what's most important is the conversation about what is it that's going to make you clean? What's going to clean up this heart of yours? Because this is the day that we have today right now, my friend, today, right now. How can we get, squeeze the juice out of every single minute today? Ask yourself the big questions. The big questions, like the ones that, you know what, I don't have time to think about those. I don't have time, okay, because I'm so busy. But are you busy doing things that you actually like? Are you busy spending time with people you love? Are you busy working with something that you are so passionate about that you feel like you could explode with joy every day because you are getting to share the best parts of you with the world and earn money doing that? And yes, you have the right to earn money, making money, doing things that you love. And so do I. I'm learning this. I'm learning it. I'm not speaking from the rooftops here. I am speaking to you from where I am right now. I am worthy of earning money. I am worthy of working with something that I love wholeheartedly. I am worthy of telling people that I love them and to hear and receive in return, I love you too, Asa. Where can you give and receive? Where can you give and receive right now too? This is the challenge. This is a part of our life journey to be able to give and to be able to accept. Because people-pleasing, truly, like, you know, I told you that I have done people-pleasing my entire life, which, you know, I'm I'm getting out of it little by little by little. This is something I had to learn. I had to learn it because I didn't have boundaries in place. And so people-pleasing, people think, oh, that sounds so nice. Yeah, you're oh, so it's so important to please everybody else. But what, in fact, is happening is you're not being honest. You're not being honest with yourself. You're not being with honest, honest with others. Excuse me. So how is that? Really, it's not people pleasing. People pleasing is not nice. That's not a good thing. Backbending is not a good thing. Helping others over, like at the expense of not being truly honest with, well, I really don't want to do this. I actually don't even like being with them. But you know what? It's better to be with somebody than to be alone. Is it? I spent years, years 
of my life living like that. Thinking, well, it's better to be with somebody than nobody. No, it isn't. Now, as a 56-year-old woman, I can say that. No, it is not. For me, it is not. And if this is where you have anything, like, in your own heart of hearts, and you know, well, this job is better than nothing. True. Okay. Everybody's got to pay the bills. Everybody's got to eat. But what can you do to get yourself to a place today, do something small today, to get you to the next place of really where you want to be? Yeah? I want to be working with Swedish death cleaning, having these conversations one-on-one, personal, private, very intimate conversations. If you need my help, if you want to do this with me, call me and we will do this. We'll do this conversation and we're going to get you. We're going to get you right. We're going to get you clean because you know what? What I want for me, I want for you. What I want for me, I want for the whole world. I want us all to be free. Free. And freedom is not something out here. Freedom is in here. That's what Swedish death cleaning is to me. Follow along, my friend. Follow along. Let's get on this path with our little lantern. Let's walk it side by side, yeah? I love you. Thank you for today. And you know what? See you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of More Moths to the People. I am Asa Nilsson. If you like this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Like, subscribe, follow the podcast, share it with a friend. I want to say thank you to Kamel Asli for his help with the production of this podcast without him. This would not even be in your ears today. I can assure you of that. And let me let me say a little something about my friend, Gregory Paul Donaldson, may he rest in peace, who would always leave me with this quote. He would say, in the meantime and between time, whatever you do, do it well, and then pass it on. Peace and most importantly, joy. I want to leave you with that as well. I'll see you on the flip side, my friend. Take care.